at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. In this week's episode, we will discuss education reform on mission. Hello, everyone. This is Danielle Washington coming to you. Good evening. This is your host, Buffy Williams, and you're listening to the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. Tonight's topic is art education. On last week, we read the Easy Tunes comic book, Issue 3, Gaining a Friend, and we learned how um, the relationship between Taylor and Franny have grown um, over the three issues and how you can support friends by offering encouragement and also staying balanced with the things that you do within your life when you're taking on trying to assist someone um, in a volunteer capacity. Um, and also during this time of us observing the COVID-19, it's especially important that all of us well, the majority of us want to feel useful and productive in some way and being able to help those that we can. And so what we learned from last week's uh, episode on gaining a friend, Easy Tunes comic book issue three, was that we can have a need to help someone, but we first must be balanced um, ourselves. And when I refer to balance, it's not an equal distribution of things. It's a current state of balance for where you are currently in your life. And so if your body or your emotions or your mind is telling you that you need rest, 
even though you have a desire to help someone, that means you need to take care of yourself, especially during this time of high stress. Um, people are worried as to whether or not they're going to be able to make ends meet. They may have lost a loved one. They may be going through um, medical issues due to COVID-19, and it may create an additional financial stressor on the family. And uh, it's a high stress time for the world. But I encourage you to stay in a centered place of peace and draw on wherever your strength comes from. Now is the time for us to go inward and realize the strength that we have within us and do the things that are necessary for you. Do what's in front of you and then everything else will fall into place. And I believe that opportunity will present itself for you to be useful and helpful in someone's life. So if you would just take a brief pause with me again, we want to remember all the ones who have been lost to COVID-19. Also, the ones who are essential workers and who are carrying us through this time. We also want to thank, uh, think about our graduates who are maybe in a place of mourning the fact that they will not be able to have the graduation experience that they had once dreamed of. And so we want to just take a moment and show compassion and send love out to those individuals. Thank you. On tonight's episode, we will look into art education. And as always, I want to hear your thoughts. Call us at 917-948-7542 or put your comments in the chat or tag us on social media using the hashtag NHEG. Or as always, you can post your comments on Twitter at Buffy underscore Awaken or on Spreaker, Instagram, or YouTube. Remember my fellow New Heights host, Erica Hansen, airs on Thursdays. I encourage you to listen to her show at 2 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, and 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Also, uh, most of our shows are live, but there are a lot of them are pre-recorded as well. So I think we have uh, an equal balance. So... For those of you out there who are leaving me comments on um, on YouTube or on um, Instagram and Spreaker, um, from time to time you will hear me call out those persons' names. And I really appreciate you, my fan base, uh, for supporting me and for supporting New Heights Show on Education um, because um, it's very important. Uh, the majority of the volunteers do have a day job um, if we're fortunate enough to be working during this time. So this is a, a passion for us. We love to bring um, these topics to you um, who are passionate about education, homeschooling, literacy, um, and our students and uh, for the, our future of education. So I just want to thank you for um, posting those comments. And I may not mention them at every show, but I do like to acknowledge the fact that uh, you are a big supporter. So let's get on with the show. Um, when you think about our education, um, we want to look at the arts, 
music, dance, theater, all of those things are encompassed in it. And I can remember growing up uh, in elementary school, our education was a big part of what we did um, in school. And I particularly enjoyed uh, the arts. I would consider myself an artsy type person. Uh, I've always been interested in theater, uh, music, dance. But when I came up, my parents didn't really have a lot of discretionary funds to necessarily put me in dance class. And that was one of the things that I really wanted to do that I did not get an opportunity to do. I wanted to um, study jazz dance, and I was always in some way um, dabbling in the arts, and I have uh, an affinity and a love for the theater and music. And so it's kind of a part of um, my natural gravitation to um, the arts, but then there are some students who don't necessarily like one particular thing or or another. Um, maybe they like to go to museums or they like to go to community theater, but I, I can see very clearly when you walk through a school if they have a heavy influence in art education because usually they will display the students art um, on the walls and they will have um, you know exhibits at the local museums and I think that's a beautiful way to encourage students to continue to be passionate about the arts even if it's not um, something that they're naturally gifted at they can take these art classes and learn different techniques and whether it's digital or hands-on acrylic painting or charcoal painting or you know freehand drawing um, they can um, explore different avenues and talents that they may not have known were there and you have to hone in and develop those skills and also you know, a lot of uh, colleges, well, not colleges, but elementary schools and high schools will take their students to see um, theater plays and or musicals um, during the holidays or throughout the year. And so uh, I know that uh, with literature, they may go see um a play and all those things kind of enhance the learning experience. And so uh, one of my sources today is the American for the arts. And of course, um, I also uh, have ed.gov as one of my sources. Uh, I have a quote for you today. And it reads, the art of people is a true mirror of their minds. Nehru. And that's spelled N-E-H-R-U. The art of people is a true mirror of their minds. Because that is a beautiful statement. It's like whether someone is going through a tragic moment, sometimes you can feel it in the artwork, whether it's in sculpture or in a painting or in a photograph. Um, these things, they, they really capture kind of what we're thinking about at that time and the emotions for it. But we want to talk about art education. And, and there are some fast facts about art education. One of those is that um, students who are involved in the arts are usually four times more likely to be recognized for academic achievement. And it's a lot of that has to do with the discipline that it takes in order to master a craft or time you put into actually um, 
achieving a, a particular project within the arts because you know it takes a certain type of discipline and that and, and instills in the child um a need for persistence and a need for um, repetition and practice. And so when they have those things, they, they are less likely to get agitated or discouraged when they have academic um um, achievements that they need to accomplish. Also, um, one of the other facts is that uh, people or students who participate in the arts are for are more likely to achieve at least 100 points higher on their AC on their SAT score and score higher on the ACT. And um, these are just uh, percentages that um, you might find helpful. But also, you know, as far as business leaders are concerned, the large majority of them, 72%, say that they would rather seek out a person for employment because they say if they've been experienced in the arts because they're more creative-minded and they seek to employ those type of people because they, they think critically and differently about different subject areas. And... Um, whether that's whether they've participated in dance or theater or um, arts education in one form or another, it gives them an opportunity to be lifelong learners um, in the field of the arts and experience arts um, in numerous lessons and practices that practice makes perfect, you know, and the small differences. In uh, small increments, uh, can have long-term effects or large effects, and also to be able to collaborate with each other and put on a play or put on a project um, that could um, change their life trajectory and create, you know, several paths to problem solving um, when they're working with a group. And so today we're talking about art education and um, how it affects. Um, the students long term and also is beneficial for them to have lifelong skills um, that will um, make them a, a more well-rounded person and also have a more well-rounded education. So you are listening to Buffy Williams with the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education, and we'll be back after the break. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back. You're listening to Buffy Williams, the 
the host of the New Heights Educational Group, the New Heights Show on Education. And tonight's topic is arts education. And we were just talking about the, the, the numerous lessons that art education um, can have for a student and how art can be essential in uh, making students um, more creative thinkers. And it's an impressive benefit of education to have um, within something that influences the entire school culture and kind of gives students a pathway to um, also encouraging uh, our education for years to come and it, students who are more active. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bath Fitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bath Fitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. And um, extracurricular activities and definitely in the arts tend to stay in school and they succeed in school and they have success in life and generally in their work life as well and these are you know impressive benefits and even though the data is out there um, one of the points that I did want to make tonight is that our ed education is recognized as a core academic subject under the federal um, elementary and secondary education act and at least 48 of our states have adopted standards for learning in the arts. And that's important because with art being a core um, subject regarding uh, our education system, we know that sometimes funding is not where it, sh where it should be or could be. Um, we're taking part in the census right now, and for a lot of people, um, they sometimes struggle with, you know, why should I fill out the census and why is it important? Well, um, our education would be just a simple way or education in general um, would be a simple way to explain that because the more people, uh, the more accurate the census is in counting the number of people that we have living in a particular area directly impacts the funding that your local um, public schools will receive um, for programs that uh, are essential for our, for our children or our students to be able to have fulfilling education. And that's really what we're advocating for. We're advocating for them to have um, a diverse educational experience and enriched educational experience and we want to be able to equip them with all the things that we think are necessary in order for them to be um, productive citizens in the future. And so um, the census is one way we can do that. Um, but again, um, uh, our education, um, we talked about in the beginning regarding our education Americans for the Arts has a, a plethora of resources 
that are there for parents uh, and educators and students. They have the uh, Art Education Field Guide, and it's designed um, just to give you talking points so that you can talk with their policy makers about um, the field of education and art education, how you can connect with partnerships uh, in the community um, to make um, art education a part of an enhanced part of your school system. They also have 10 simple ways um, that you can provide um, art in the classroom, whether it's through art, music, dance, or theater, um, which, which are simple ways to get your children involved with the arts um, in life in general. Um, they also have a guide um, that gives benchmark gauges um, to see if your school is actually committed to art education. So it's kind of like a bullet point. Well, are they implementing this? Are they implementing that? Um, just small ways that schools can implement the arts um, within a school culture because it shifts the feel um, for the students. Um, and then we know that uh, learning begins at home. So they also have family activities, that uh, simple ways that parents can put together um, things that children will enjoy at home. And they have a, a teaching um, artist companion that gives a framework of interactive uh, ways to um, activate um art culture within the classroom and excellence within the classroom and how um, they can use art to change a community. Um, I know that uh, a lot of uh, large cities will use arts uh, maybe like on the side of an abandoned building to, to enhance the, the look and the feel uh, of a particular building in a particular area. And so those are small ways that art can make a big impact and and give you ways to tell your leaders, you know, what you're thinking about and why you think art education is important and advocating for um, keeping the arts in public schools and giving it a platform to make uh, education a, a more well-rounded experience and also um, creating different things that um, foster the engagement and collaboration between or the partnerships between educators and practitioners around the world through art education. And there are also listservs that you can get on, to, you know, that have global audiences. And remember that also when we talked about learning commons, the arts was a part of the, the learning commons culture. And for those of you who missed that episode, Learning commons are simply what we know as libraries, which kind of morphed into media centers. And then now the common trend is leaning towards calling them learning commons. But in these learning commons, they had coves or sections in those particular spaces. One area was designated for the arts where you also have your theater and drama department or show choir department, but you also had an area within the learning commons where art could come alive. And so it's no longer the quiet spaces that we were accustomed to. And also with that, it had a hands-on area like um, the maker's um, area where 
the students would um, craft something together. Maybe it was a quilt or, you know, uh, making or knitting hats or seeing how geometry or physics of certain things work together. And so that's another way to just see art in motion and, and look at it out. Um, you know, why does it matter? And creating some type of action plan to let our congressional leaders and governors and state legislators and even local officials know um, how important we think it is to continue to have our education and why it matters to you and giving you the opportunity to share your work of cutting edge cutting edge arts um, in the culture of education as we see it today um, because um, an example um, of arts today, um, we just had um, recently, I think it was last week, on the 16th, Worldwide Day of Gratitude uh, in honor of COVID-19 heroes, where through the arts, they were encouraging um, people nationwide to learn the song by Bill Withers, Lean On Me, um, as a way to... Um, share together and what we're going through right now and unifying the forces between all Americans and all uh, and all cultures across the world uh, and saying singing the song or learning the song lean on me by Bill Withers which is an iconic song so that's just a way that art can be impactful um, even in trying times and also can be um, motivating um, to let others know that they're not alone and that, you know, we can experience these things together. And, you know, that's one way of art bridging the gap between cultures and um, so that we can all share that um, similar experience, even though we're located in different parts of the world. And also um, there's Arts U, like the, the letter U um, that has uh, webinars and seminars <clears throat> and um, new series, excuse me, um, and leadership forums around art leaders that are seeking um, and even demanding um, creative and open-ended learning regarding arts education and for the purpose of of valuing our education and having a more balanced curriculum that also has uh, a, rigorous, a rigorous national standard um, that students can um, use as benchmarks, I would say, um, for our education and what they're learning and an appreciation for the arts um, before they actually you know, go to college or enter into the workforce. So these uh, art learning experiences, you know, show students how to demonstrate and how beneficial it is for arts and arts culture to be a part of everything that our students do and students having access to, you know, community learning arts opportunities um, and having arts education from pre-K all the way through the 12th grade education within the public school setting, uh, homeschool setting or charter school setting, uh, no matter what setting you're in, arts education and that collaboration and support um, 
for that can foster, you know, long-term advocacy for the arts and arts programs. And so the Department of Education actually has a particular program that's called Innovation. It's, it's at innovation.ed.gov, and it's what we do, uh, Arts Education National Program. And this program supports, uh, on a national level, a high quality of arts education for children and youth with a special emphasis on serving students from low-income background. And what they do is they provide um, professional development based on the national standards for pre-K through 12th grade educators. It also develops and disseminates instructional materials and online resources um, for multiple arts disciplines and for arts educators. It um, is an education arts program that centers around music, dance, theater, media arts, visual arts, including folk arts for pre-K programs through 12th grade. And also it um, has a community and national outreach activities to strengthen and expand partnerships among schools, school districts, and communities throughout the country. And so again, that program is uh, Arts in Education National Program, and you can find out more information about that at ed.gov, and it's innovation.ed.gov. And so I hope that this arts education uh, episode was um enriching for you. Uh, art education is, uh, again, something that I'm very passionate about and something that I um, took very uh, great joy in participating in. Even pottery, um, any type of arts, um, actually, I was very um, always amused and amazed by um, the arts. And so even if you are um, not as great a fan of the arts as I am, I'm hoping that you at least uh advocate for arts education for our students and allow them the opportunity to at least explore um, the different ways that the arts can be impactful within their lives and uh, allow them to use their imagination and creativity to build and um, build things because these are the ways that, you know, students come up with sometimes ingenious ideas of innovation um, within the classroom. And so uh, if you haven't visited a, a museum, uh, maybe you could do a virtual museum uh, tour with your child, or maybe you could do an art a project at home and you can make something um, to uh, spark their interest in how was that actually made and and how beautiful it is and allow them to display that within your home. And uh, once we get a chance to actually get out in nature again, uh, also explore um, how beautiful the arts are in the world. And so tonight's um, episode again was art education and I hope that you were able to um, learn something new and I hope that it was an enjoyable um, 
episode for you and I want to thank you again for being a part of the New Heights show on education the New Heights with the New Heights educational group and for joining me on this Tuesday night on next week we will be talking about expanding financial literacy within education I'm your host Buffy Williams and I thank you for joining me that you join us next week that's our time and you have been listening to the new heights show on education i'm your host buffy williams if you like what you've heard search for us on your smart speaker and listen to us anytime thank you for listening good night until we meet again next tuesday night 6 p.m central standard time 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we discuss next week's topic. Enjoy expanded content from the New Heights Education Group hosts on Blog Talk, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and Watch No Learning. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.